You're listening to the System Semi Podcast, episode number 235. Today, we're going to be talking about how to unconventionally create your signature process and scale it too. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan, and my business love language is efficiency, because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited for you guys to meet this amazing, amazing guest who is such a breath of fresh air in the branding space online because I find that her work is so, like, I can spot her work immediately. And I'm not somebody who pays attention to like branding and all of the shiny stuff, but I will pay attention if it has to do with this guest. And so I'm really, really excited that you guys get to meet her and experience some of her genius. So Miss Sarah Ashman, how are you today? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. I'm so excited to have you. So go ahead and tell the folks a little bit about you and your business. Well, I um, have been in the branding space for a little bit. I came to it from the more sort of corporate space, I guess you would say. Really, it was creating campaigns for bigger brands. And I stepped into this about 10 years ago. And I am what I would call a brand strategist and creative director for my business, which is public persona. I really am focused on helping people who are the face of their brands really develop their brand across all touch points and really to feel as impressive as perhaps they look. So I've been doing this, like I said, for about 10 years and absolutely love it. I uh, blend strategy with art direction, creative direction, and mindset work to really help people to step confidently into their next level. Yes. And she does it effortlessly. At least it looks like it from the outside. (laughs) But I'm super excited for today's topic, which is we're going to talk about how to unconventionally create your signature process and scale it too. And so for those of you who are more on the creative side, I think you guys will think this is an absolutely delectable episode. But even for my hardcore techies, you know, I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode as well. So get your notepads ready, notebooks, all of that, and we'll get into it. So let's first, before we get into like what the change was, what did it look like before you actually created your signature process? And what did your business look like? How were you feeling? All the good stuff. Right. Well, when I first came into this space, I came fresh out of, you know, my previous job. Like I said, I was a creative director. So I was creating campaigns and I really was felt drawn to working with individuals to help them to develop at first their image. That was a passion of mine was like, you know, style and also translating my design knowledge and awareness you know, over to people so that we could really create that external facing image. So I say that because the first year or two, it was really more focused on designing websites, designing logos, figuring out like, what is it that you're going to wear in your photos? I mean, of course, because I had experience directing large scale photo shoots that came into the picture as well. So it was mainly that I was doing, that I was creating on people's behalf and really helping them to bring their vision to fruition. 
Yep. I think that's where a lot of people start to is, is in the doing, you're just, you know, services a lot of times and what seems like the lowest hanging fruit. And then, you know, you start to realize, okay, either you're maxed out on time or you are burned out, or maybe it feels like the joy is even lost a little bit because you're so in it, whatever your, you know, experiences, I think you'll find a lot of clarity in this episode. So start to walk us through the steps then that you took to actually create your signature process. Yeah, well, I think it's important to note this one thing, which is what actually sparked me creating a process in the first place, which was I realized I was working with female entrepreneurs at the time. I mean, honestly, like this online space was kind of a newish thing. I mean, there weren't that many people that were in it. And so we were all really trying to figure it out, which of course we still are. But, you know, at the time it was very new. And, you know, a lot of the people who came to me, I was expecting them to be kind of like, you know, the ad agencies that I worked with or the bigger clients that I worked with, where I would ask them a simple question like, who are you? Tell me about yourself. You know, what would be your main, you know, personality attributes? You know, who's your ideal client and all of this stuff. And what I very quickly realized was that for people within this space, it was almost like you were inside of a bottle and couldn't read the label. Mm, that's such a good analogy. It was like, no matter how, you know, successful the person was, it was just really hard to see that with any level of perception or perspective, actually. And so I really kind of realized that I needed to create something up front that would help me to distill that information to kind of extract it from them, you know, so that I could help them to create something that really was based on on who they were. And so I just tell you that up front, just so that you understand like the why behind why I felt like I needed some sort of a process. So when I first, you know, started, I was, you know, as most of us typically do, we're, we're sitting there thinking like, you know, how does everyone else do it? You know, what does the book tell me to do? And I very quickly realized that really didn't apply. And there really wasn't anybody at that point that could do it. So I was kind of left to my own, left on my own which was a blessing and a curse. And but what I started doing was just thinking, okay, what did I need to know? It's really kind of like reversing your own thought process. Like how would I, you know, be able to help this person? I, I'm trying to generalize this, you know, for everybody outside of, you know, just the design space, let's say, but you know, what is the information that I need to know to be able to help this person? And so I started to really document this and it took me a little bit of time. It wasn't me just sitting down and saying, I need to make this process. It actually took probably six months of me just kind of very consciously as I was working with people I almost had like this notepad on the side where I was just jotting down, oh, I did just ask that question. So it's becoming very aware of your own thought process, first and foremost. That really kind of was what I was initially able to tap into to create this core process that I've established. Yeah, I love that. I think, again, we think we have to like sit down and like recall everything and you're not going to be able to do that. <laughs> like that's just, that's just not how that works. And so I love that you gave yourself the permission and the grace to work alongside your doing and just start jotting stuff down. And again, you don't even have to put it really in order or anything like just put it over there, get messy with it. This is the creative side of you. Let it flow and you'll organize it later. I love that it's, there's that permission element that I think is really important that you're not just going to sit down and all of a sudden like it flows out of you like the river, like no. 
<laughs> that's not how it works. Right, exactly. And I think that's what I was always seeing it as kind of like this work in progress, this thing that I was constantly just trying to refine. It's not not a one and done. And probably within, within about six months of just doing that systematically every day, every time that I was doing things, just paying attention, just being aware of my own you know, thought process or even the questions that were coming up, yeah. I was able to create a basic framework that was repeatable. And that's what was important. You know, as creatives, we totally thrive from spontaneity. And, you know, it's one thing to have this spoke approach, but ensuring that you're actually, you know, creating the same end result time and time again, for people, it does require that framework or system to be in place. Mm, Yep. And how do you know if something can be repeatable is my follow up on that one. Great question. So once I had that framework in place, and again, this is kind of like an experiment, right? I would start to take that and just create my own script. And this sounds so nerdy, but I did. For like session one, you know, usually my process, now it's become, you know, a six-week thing. At the time, it was more like eight weeks. I've been able to kind of, you know, make it more concise. But I would have these sessions where I would work with people to help to extract elements of their brand so that I would not see it just me, they would see it as well. So what we would do is I would create the script and I would basically adhere to it somewhat just to make sure that I was actually getting the right answers from people and that we were arriving at the same destination. And of course, after doing this maybe four or five times, there were some refinements that I needed to make. But when I saw that we would end up at the same destination every time, I knew that I had something that was repeatable. Have you been dying to create a VIP day or virtual intensive offering, but are stuck in overthinking everything? You love what you do and how you support your clients, but lately it's become, well, too much. You may even be hitting your monthly revenue goals, but you're left completely exhausted. Yeah, been there, bought the t-shirt and the mug. Good news, I've built my virtual VIP day bootcamp that walks you through the nine steps to create and selling a one day virtual intensive. Grab the podcast only pricing of $37 for this two hour training plus tons of bonuses to build and sell your own one day virtual intensive. Since 2016, I've completely replaced monthly retainers with one-day virtual intensives and VIP weekends. So join me and stop dealing with the late-night slack pings, lacking control over your own calendar, chasing invoices, explaining scope creep again. You kept my drift. Head on over to systemsamey.com slash podbootcamp. That's P-O-D-B-O-O-T-C-A-M-P and grab the goods. All right, back to the episode. Yeah. Allowing for the experimentation and refinement is good too, because again, you think about a lot of things in life where even like something as simple as driving, right? Like driving a car, like when you first drive a car, you're trash. Like you are just, you know, like making it work slow, but surely I know that for my driver's test, I got points off because I couldn't parallel park. Somehow I still got my license. I lived in Wisconsin. They didn't care apparently. So (laughs) I'm thankful for it, but here we are. And, you know, now I can parallel park. You know, years ago I learned how to parallel park. But I think about that a lot when it comes to in business, we think, again, that we don't allow for that experimentation and that refinement. Like 
you know, thankfully I have no cars have been, you know, <laughs> damaged in my experience of trying to parallel park, but like, it's okay to play in your business. And especially as a creative, like you're great at that. And I'm talking to all y'all hardcore tech folks like me or perfectionists like me, allow yourself to play. And I think that's what really comes out of your work, Sarah, is that no matter if somebody has fun or play in their values, like whatever their fun and play is, that's what shows up. Like that is what is so well done in your work. And I'll, I'll have links in the show notes so you guys can go and check her work out because you'll know what I'm talking about. And I think that's so rare. And I think that most people shut that part of themselves off a lot, right? And not to get into like dark childhood stuff, but like, you know, we shut it off and we think that we have to be this super refined corporate headshot person to own a business. And what I love about your experience in your process and how it shows up is that you actually highlight it. You actually shine a big spotlight on it. And I'm like, no, this is like, what's going to be the moneymaker. This is what's going to make you happy in your business, in your life. You're going to show up in a way that actually is aligned with who you are and how your business, you know, is wanting to be perceived as, which I think is just, it's so well done. And so once you've refined, you got it to, you know, four or five times, and you finally got the final refinement, then what came after that? Thank you, by the way. After that, I mean, I feel like, you know, one of the things that started to come out was, okay, here's the true test. Does this work on me? Because I just said, like, you know, we're inside the bottle, can't read the label. So in order to be scalable, in order to be able to teach other people how to do this, in order to be able to teach a program, does this work if I try to go through this myself? And that took me down a whole different rabbit hole. (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine. So doing it yourself, I mean... Does that mean you are creating a whole different brand and you're trying, like for you, for example, like, are you playing around with a completely different brand or are you like, what does it mean to actually try it on yourself? Right. Well, I mean, truth be told, you know, I've told this story a couple of times in various places, but you know, here I was excellent at doing something for somebody else. And I was in the background. The only thing I had up was like a landing page. Because behind the scenes, what people didn't know was that I had created website after website and never pressed launch, like the whole thing, because I was having such difficulty seeing myself. And I feel like this is the curse of the expert in any account, right? It's sort of always like, do as I say, not as I do. But this was kind of the true test. Okay, well, then if this process is really to work, and it's really to be scalable, then I need for it to work for me. And I went through it to try to get me to the point where I felt comfortable and confident with the launch. And the reason that I didn't feel confident before was that I couldn't see myself clearly enough. Again, it's inside bottle, couldn't see it. So that's when I really took my process and I expanded upon it. I started going through it myself. And I said, okay, honestly, I can't get from A to B if I'm doing this for myself. So what do I need to do? How many other steps do I need to break this down to for me to be able to do this for myself, right? For me to be able to end up with that same result. 
And this took me maybe the better part of like six, eight months. But again, same way. I just was documenting my process and I was trying to, I love how you were describing that. I really was kind of looking at it as like a challenge. I was just curious, you know, is this even possible? Can I do this? You know, or is this just something that, you know, am I doomed to just be sort of like a one-on-one provider because I'm very like, I work well on instinct and, and intuition. So that really was telling. And I will say, long story short, I was able to do it. Yeah, which is so cool and amazing. And your website is gorgeous and so fun. And I love that you turned it on yourself. Cause yeah, I think a lot of us have experienced that whole I can do this, you know, drop of a dime, give me somebody else's business. It's wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And then, you know, if I have to do it for myself, if all of a sudden, like all the fog comes in and it's all of a sudden, like all clarity is gone. And so I think it is important to be patient with yourself. Know that this is normal. Sarah's talking about it. I'm talking about it. And just to, again, be patient with yourself, allow yourself to work through it, and you'll come out with a really great result. And so then from there, since you were able to do it from yourself, does that give you then the green light to start looking at those scalable strategies? Or what has that allowed for you then at that point? You know, what? it allowed for so much, you know, first and foremost, I can speak to my clients woes, I can say, you know what, I totally get where you are. And so it's a connection point, number one. But number two, yes, it allowed me to create my first group program. It allowed me to create a certification to teach other people how to do what I do. So it totally opened up the door to be able to do that so that one day if I want to have other people within my business who are helping me to do the same level of consulting, I can. I have that system in place. I have that framework in place. I have a way for to get everyone, no matter who it is, from that point A to point B. Yeah, that's got to be such a nice feeling. Like we think separating ourselves from the process can feel impersonal or scary or almost like egotistical. Like it has to involve me. Like I am the special sauce of like why people work with me. And I have that 110%. So, you know, not to put that on Sarah, but I have that. And I think that that really limits your business growth and that really limits your impact. Like if you truly, I hear all the time, people want to impact people, all that stuff. But if you are really thinking that you as one human is going to be able to like, think of like if Steve Jobs or like Elon Musk or whoever else was like, well, I have to touch every Tesla car that comes out of the factory. Like I have to build it. There'd be like five Teslas because Elon is not meant to do that at all. So like you have to think about it like that. There has to be an expansion of separating yourself from the process and it can feel scary you know it can feel really scary but I like that you touched on Sarah about what it has allowed for you to do and what now new opportunities you've opened yourself up to and your clients up to to be able to experience you know your process and your framework outside of yourself yeah no absolutely when I think you know as well just touching back to what you said about feeling that level of play, right? You know that eventually with your business, after a while, you're going to hit a point where what you're doing right now, right in this very moment is no longer going to feel like it's in alignment with you. And so you can either choose to maybe shift and abandon that piece. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But what if that's actually really valuable and that's amazing? 
and it changes a lot of people's lives or, you know, it's very valuable to a lot of people, then, hey, you have this process in place to where you can shift that off to someone else and you can move on to another piece of the puzzle or maybe even another business that's something that is in alignment with what lights you up. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. I'm super excited to hear the takeaways from everybody listening and what this looks like in y'all's business today. Because I think, again, we can get so stuck in the doing that then we look up and, you know, a lot of times we don't even like the business. I started my business five months later. I hated my business. (laughs) So, you know, because of all the doing and just like hurricane, it felt like. So, you know, before the hurricane hits, take a look up, take a look around, like, and really evaluate, you know, do I want to create a process out of this or do I need to shift or, or realign at that point? So I love that. And I think a lot of people are getting some ahas as they're listening to this for sure. And so with that, you know, I know you're, what we talked about today isn't super techie. However, do you use any tools like mind mapping or, you know, do you do the big giant post-its on the wall with little post-its and, you know, how can we really use different tools, whether they are like software or maybe they're just, you know, office supplies to really get us thinking and processing and getting it out of our, our brain? Yeah. So, I mean, I actually really love, there's an app on my phone. It's called Just Press Record. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No. And it's a voice app, uh, a voice messaging app. And I've found that, you know, I'm able to just really quickly record a thought Mm. that comes to me because I found for me, at least it comes in little fragments, right? And so I'm able to do that and it actually will transcribe it. For you oh, nice. as well. And it's accessible through your phone, but also through your computer. You can send messages, share messages and so forth. But I found that that's been really helpful. And then I'll go back and then string together my thoughts, you know, but that way I'm able to capture things in the moment. It doesn't take a lot of time. You know, I'm able to record it and I'm ready to go. Yeah. And capture it. Cause again, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I've got my notes app, but I think talking is, is a lot easier for me. So that would be a really nice way to, to just get it out and move on, which is really nice. So I love this, Sarah, where can people find you, connect with you, learn from you, tell us all the places. Absolutely. Well, you can find me of course at my website. It's public dash persona, P E R S O N A.com. You can find all the links there. But uh, if not, my group program is Mirror Brand, mirrorbrand.me. And I'm on Instagram a lot and I'm at Public Persona. Nice. Easy enough. We'll have it all linked up in the show notes so y'all can get more Sarah goodness. I love this episode. I think it's going to be really exciting for people to start thinking about all the, the fresh opportunities that can come from actually creating a signature process. So thank you so much, Sarah, for sharing your experience and expertise. Well, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.